Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am back in the podcast studio with Watermark South Dallas member Jelani Rainey. Hey, Emma. Glad to be back. Good to have you here, Jelani. You you were here last year when we studied the New Testament, so we'll link that episode. People can hear your story, get to know you a little bit better, because today we've got two chapters to cover. Yeah. Not one, but two, two good ones. Yeah. And I'm just going to kick it to you and let you take it away. Okay, great. Two great chapters, 2 Samuel 18 and the 19, were great to dig through. Personally, where I want to listeners to really think about and really hear what I got out of this was that we have to be situationally aware so we can respond accordingly. Hmm. Okay. And I saw that. Let me say that again. Say it again. We have to be. We have to be situationally aware so we can respond accordingly. It's good. As Christians in the faith. And I see that um, really demonstrated in good and bad ways in three different of the characters in these two chapters. The first of which is Joab and Joab's defiance here. Joab responds to a direct order from the king, but because of his lack of self-control. Now, we've seen Joab in previous chapters, chapter two, mm-hmm. where he's prone to take matters into his own hands. You know, he struggles really with self-control. He got mad then at Abner, killed him despite an allegiance that David had made then. Mm-hmm. And we see here that there's a bit of history between Joab and Absalom and that Absalom burned his fields then. And so... He is in a situation where he can take a bit of vengeance um, and not submissive and not wanting to be fully submitting really to David's rule and David's request to be gentle. In fact, in some translations, it says, do not touch my son. Um, He takes part in the killing of Absalom. And because of that, there are others around them that follow his lead and also take part in that killing. And so the, what I want us to know Ada, is that we should really be situationally aware of our own personal struggles and have others around us that do as well so we can be on guard together. Hmm. Give me one sentence more. Like, How does that play out? So because Joab has lack of self-control, he mm-hmm. gives into this struggle that he has and takes part in killing Absalom. Now, if Joab had been aware of his struggle here, that he's got a hothead, he's got a bit of a temper, and he mm-hmm. had surrounded himself with people that were also aware of that, then people like the servant that comes up to him and says, hey, I don't want any part of taking uh, of going against the king's command. Mm-hmm. When I heard him give it to you, Abishai and Idai, that said, hey, for the sake, protect my young man. If he had other people around him that guarded him around that, maybe there is not that killing of Absalom that he's reframed, he's you know guarded mm-hmm. against sin. Uh, and then that that moment is protected, but that's not there. So because it's not, um, sin takes place. It's good. So the first, the, the main point is we have to be spiritually aware so that we can respond accordingly. And we see this through Jab, Joab's defiance or lack of self-control. Correct. Who's the second person? Second person is our Gileadite named Berzillai. <laughs> that's a little bit of a tongue twister, but yeah. Berzillai the Gileadite. And this is a man that, Really because of his situational awareness, again, his situation, he's just old in age, mm-hmm. right? He's, he's, he's at a late stage in his life. And because he is aware of that, he's capable of really passing a blessing on, hmm. right? He's like, hey, man, my, my discernment's slipping. My taste is going. My hearing's going. Like, I can't even enjoy the gifts you're going to give me. Um, why don't we pass this along to somebody else, okay? And, and I, I think that's beautiful because 
the more we become aware of where we're at in our life, the more opportunities we're going to have to take something, a blessing that's maybe good for us and make it great for somebody else. Hmm. And then there's David. David. David Hit me with it. Guy. So David all the way through 18 through 19 and then really through all of Second Samuel. Um, he's just a man after God's own heart. Right. And in, in this particular two chapters. Um, we see a lot of David's grace in his in, in, through different situations and different awareness. Like it starts at the beginning that though Absalom has has waged civil war on the kingdom, like his response as his son is, "Hey, please deal gently, like just extending grace for my sake. Extend, be gentle with the young man Absalom." Mm. Okay, and then even in his return to Jerusalem after, you know, the the civil war is over. He's trying to make his way back. He doesn't sure. just bully his way back to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he asks questions, you know, saying, you know, to the others, say, say, say to the elders of Judah, hey, hey, why, why should you be the last to bring back the king back to his house? You know, why, when the word of, the, of Israel has come to the king, he said, hey, you weren't you my brothers in the mm. bone of the flesh? You know, he doesn't just say, hey, I'm the king, I'm back. Hand Hear me back. roar. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a gentleness and a grace about Gentle that. Gentle leadership. Right. It's, yeah, oh, totally. And then the last one is is we get to Shimei and his relationship with them. Shimei comes to him um, as one that was probably a, a partaker in the rebellion earlier and says, hey, Lord, please don't hold me guilty for it. Remember your servant for the wrongdoing. And he, he comes to him and repents to him. And J- David just simply says, hey, you shall not die. And he gave him this oath. And the beauty is that in this chapter where gra- where Jesus is really typified as the forever king, mm-hmm. like we get a forever grace staple to our life yeah. of you shall not die. Like death, or you are passed from it into life, right? He repeatedly extends grace as David. We are repeatedly extended grace. From Jesus. From Jesus. And then so ultimately good. given the staple of grace and what he accomplished on the cross. So let me ask you this, Jelani. How does... How do the lessons learned from Joab, uh, how do you say the guy's name? Oh, Brazili. 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 David and Shimei play out in your own life. Like, how do you take these lessons learned and personally apply them? Yes, we can see Jesus as the giver of grace and mm-hmm. peace and all these things. But but practically, what does that look like for you? Yeah. So I'm going to stay along the lines of this being situationally aware. Mm. Um, my current situation is I am newly married. 15 months on the 18th of this month and a nice. new father of a six-month-old on the 12th of this month. And so my situation is that not too long ago, I was doing a single life where I was doing ministry work in a really great capacity, mm-hmm. right? My grace is often extended a lot by my wife, um, but it's also by those that I get to serve and I get to lead in different capacities because there's an understanding of when I have to say no, or I have to make a request that it's done so in a way to fulfill what First Corinthians 7 and the Holy Spirit inspired Paul to say is that, hey, your family is your first ministry, mm-hmm. right? And if in order for that to take place, there just has to be sacrifices made, grace extended, um, and from different parties, including myself. It's good. It's a good challenge for everybody listening, yeah. being situationally aware. And then being spiritually aware so that you can respond accordingly within your any given situation. Exactly. It's great, Jelani. Thank you for being here. Any final thoughts or you feel good? You know what? I think I feel good about it. Amazing. Well, as always, I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. 
The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.